0: Why do I keep this first bit in? sounded like I was going to present you with an answer, but I don't have one. It's a stylistic choice. Is it because I want to say hit it and then the music goes live? Maybe. Maybe. Is there any other reason? Not really. Hit it. Welcome back to Backpack Digital, where we talk travel, minimalism, Being a digital nomad and the real most important things in life. That's right. I remembered it. That is right. Yeah. How's it going? Hello. What are the most important things in life? Surely that's subjective. (laughs) Surely the most important things to me aren't the most important things to you. Uh, And also the most important things to you, maybe they're not the most important things to you six months ago. Right? I remember the most important thing I said for many years for me was freedom. Freedom. Uh, Is freedom all that? Is it? (laughs) Like I'm waiting for an answer. Come on. Hey. Um, (laughs) uh, I don't know. There's no answer for that. What was the question? Is freedom all that? Freedom is pretty good. But it depends on what freedom is. Is it freedom freedom from or freedom to? You know, freedom from, that's hard to say. Freedom from responsibility. Is that all it's cracked up to be? It's all right for a bit. We all remember being, you know, however, in your teenage years, no responsibility, even though back then it felt like we had a lot of responsibility, didn't it? You know, but uh, now we all remember that. You don't, I mean, as long as you, well, this is going back before teenage years, but as long as you're back before dark, who cares, you know, play some football in the park, come back, it's all good. Somewhere along the line, life gets complicated. Or does it? Does it have to? (laughs) i don't believe it does it's it's very difficult to remain with the mind of a child in a good way in a good way it's very difficult but i think it's something that's very important you know we complicate things that's why life becomes complicated it's not an external force that brings itself unto us and here now your life is complicated now you have a job and therefore you have to be there monday morning yeah it sounds like an external thing, but it's you that wants the job, isn't it? You know, like you don't not have responsibilities when you're a kid and you have to be home before dark. Like you've got to keep yourself washed, I suppose. You've got to put on, you've got, you've got, they may be smaller, but you've got responsibilities. You've got school, man. You've got school. You've got responsibilities. Now, are they bad? Would it be better without them? Is it good that we go to school? Probably. Is it good that we have a job and earn some money? Probably, because then, and this is the crux of the situation, through that responsibility, we can earn things like freedom, you know? Through uh, schooling, we can then prosper and earn things like uh, freedom. Through having a job and going there Monday morning, through having that responsibility, that awards us other things in life. What you do with those rewards... Is up to you, man. You could spend all your money in McDonald's. That's the second mention of McDonald's in two episodes. You could spend all your money in McDonald's and, and, I don't know, gamble. I don't know what people do with money. Um, That's your choice. Or you could save it and then go traveling. What you do with that is your choice. But it's through responsibility that you have earned that freedom that you may or may not be buying with that money, you know? (laughs) Hello, welcome to the podcast. (laughs) ah just you know thinking about stuff thinking about stuff uh, how do I start that the the real most important things in life that's right and mine used to be freedom I don't know what it is right now I mean it's the standard thing to say is it's me kid and me wife don't know why I'm northern not northern uh that's the is my kid the most important thing in my life probably I mean I can't think of anything more important apart from the rest of my family uh (laughs) do you know what I mean is my uh what accent is that uh is my relationship with cat more important than uh is she more important to me than he is that's an interesting question because uh if we have a strong relationship that benefits him greatly but surely if i want to benefit him greatly he means more like it's a bit of a paradox anyway uh well, there was no point i was going to ask what my point was but there is no point hello welcome to the episode today uh <laughs> If you're new here, it's this. This is it. This is what it is. People seem to like it. It's fine. Get on board or don't. All good. All good. I'm going to have a little bit of a drink of me lemonade here. <laughs> That's homemade lemonade, man. i tell you what. I've been doing some intermittent fasting. I've been fasting intermittently. I'm up to 17 hours now. Um, and I found out that this lemonade that I make, I, I call it lemonade. It's fizzy water. Uh, with a whole lemon squoze into it and some stevia. I tell you what, that is the way to go. I mean, it, it's it's good for you, if anything, and it tastes amazing. Anyway, what am I saying? <laughs> yeah, this is what the podcast is. If you're new here, uh, not the. F- yeah, I'm going to say this again. Not the first five seasons. That's that's that was actually a good podcast. That was actually like you know <laughs> that was planned and stuff. So the first five five seasons are good. Uh, The sixth season is interesting because I go around Europe on a bike. And then this is the seventh season where it's more looking forward. It's more looking forward. And speaking of which, I have been thinking more about the van. Oh, this van is going to be good. I've been pricing stuff up. Oh, this van's going to be good. (laughs) Uh, For those of you that don't know, I'm getting a Sprinter van. We're buying a Sprinter I don't want to call them a sprinter van because only people that don't know vans call them a sprinter van or a transit van. Stop saying van. We know it's a van. (laughs) Sorry, tradesman. Van etiquette. Um, Anyway, so (laughs) getting the sprinter. I've been thinking of stuff we can do to it, man. Okay. I'm going to take you through a rough guide of what our van is going to be like. Okay. So sprinter, 170 wheelbase. Okay. Okay. If we go from the, uh, let's go from, you open the door, the side door, right? You you guys know Vance, right? There's a side door. Now in England, in Europe, our side doors are on the other side of you guys in the States, right? So like, I don't know how, well, it's not the driver's side, which is the same as the States, but it's a different side. Anyway. So you open that door. Let me just imagine. Otherwise I can't. All right. So you open that door. That's the noise of a sliding door. Uh, You walk in, no, you you look ahead of you. What you're seeing directly ahead of you as you've just opened that side door is a wet room, right? It's got a shower, it's got a toilet. don't know which one we're going to use, composting or uh, the other one, cassette uh, or other stuff. Anyway, uh, so that's there. Shower in there as well. Nice hot shower, lovely. Uh, And then there's a bit... hmm. Uh, So you walk in (laughs) and then you turn. In England, you turn to the right. And you're facing the back of the van. Okay. So you're looking down the van, you see. Uh, right. What you're seeing is on your right, there is the kitchen area. So you've got your induction cooked up. You've got everything. Your sink, you know. It's all wooden and that. You get the picture, you know. Uh, on the left, right, by the side of the uh, wet room, you've got a table and chairs, all right, facing each other, right, uh, facing each other parallel to the window, okay, if you get me drift. Because uh, I see a lot of chairs and tables that are just like, like a bench and, and it's, it's like two chairs, but they're sat next to each other. So what what do you do? Do you just sit next to each other and have a, have a conversation, like put a mirror on the other wall so you can see each other? Like, how, did, how does that work? Anyway, uh, so table of chairs and then, uh, and then you go to the bed area, right? Full, old full old bed there, you know? And then, uh, there's going to be a, a hangy bit. that's not going to be hangy. It's going to be it's going to be attached. But that's Lucas's bed. He's going to have a bed that's that's like hanging, you know, above ours on the left-hand side. Or yeah, no, it will be the left. So his bed is there on the other side on the top along the top. You've got all cupboards and that. Uh, but then, right, check this out. And this is what I was figuring uh, on the top, on the outside, on the roof, if you will, uh, which I do hope you will. Uh, on the top, you've got the roof rack. Okay, uh, and then on that roof rack, uh, going from the front, you've got four solar panels, 150 watts each, right, if you must know. Uh, and then and in between those four, so there's two, and then there's a fan, and then there's another two. So the the, the extractor fan, you know. Uh, and then behind that is a decking area, right, with a built-in kind of bit that makes you not fall off and die. And then with futons and that, so we can hang out on the top of the fan. How cool is that? Uh Anyway, so yeah, <laughs> it goes way more in depth than that, but it's what I'm thinking about a lot recently because uh, in April we're going, or after April rather, we're going to England, buying the van, building the van. Uh, that's going to be fun. And then, uh, and then heading to Europe for like, I don't know, six months or so. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how long it is. And then maybe come to the States and then we can do Backpack Digital on tour. Um, we can come see all of you guys, everyone in Europe we can come see you in Europe. If you're in Europe <laughs> and you listen to this, we'll come see you. Uh, so yeah, but that's going to be a whole lot of fun. How did I get onto that? I have no idea how I got onto that. Oh, the future. That's what I was saying. Thinking of the future. I've also been thinking of the past. I've been thinking of, uh, my old travel exploits because what with this new, uh, what's it called? Phone operating system. It get like the widget uh, for for photos. It gives me like a, a this is your photo for today to look at, you know. <laughs> and uh, and it's crazy because it's just a random photo from from your past, and it shows you it shows you what. It, and yeah, it's cool, man. The big trip that I took in Europe. What crazy trip, man! I didn't even realize was while I was on it. But it's like I don't know, man. <laughs> crazy trip it's like 42 countries 43 if you count England which you probably shouldn't Uh, but I don't know man like do you ever get that because I know you've mostly all traveled do you ever get that when you just get a bit of a vibe and you think oh yeah Thailand you know or like or you just think of something like I remember that beach you know and it just pops into your head and you don't know why but it's more of a feeling than a memory you know, you can maybe a smell, maybe you can think of the smell and maybe you can think about what the sun looked like when you were looking at it on that beach. I don't know, man. There's so many memories that I think will, I'm afraid that will leave me. You know what I mean? Is this a fear that you guys have as well? Like, I want to, I think I want to like write everything that I can remember down, you know? Like, if I, anything in my life, if I remember it, I'll write it down. I'll do it in chronological order too, until I have filled up every available space of what happened when, because I'm afraid of losing that, you know? But then should I be? Like, I've already experienced it, haven't I? It's the past, you know? Like, I don't know, why do I want to save that? Why is it not enough to have just experienced something? Do I want to pass something on to the next generations? And if so, is my experiences, is that the best thing to pass on? Doesn't sound like it. So why do I want to keep that? Why am I afraid of losing that? It's almost like, you know, when, uh, when your phone breaks and you didn't back anything up and you lose like years of photos. How painful is that, man? But why? I guess... Maybe it links into the fact that I love nostalgia. I love to arc back, arc back, arch back, arc back, lark back, arc back. I don't know. I love to think of things that have happened. <laughs> arc, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so maybe it's that. I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Email, not email me. What, <laughs> what year is this? Uh, Instagram, me, uh, backpack digital. What's going on there in me thoughts? (laughs) Do you guys worry about losing photos? Are you protective over your photos? Do you have them in albums? Is it, uh, what about not just photos? What about memories? Are you worried about not remembering a trip that you've had? And if you forget it, so what, I guess, is the, like, what? (laughs) What, like, if you forget it, what do you lose? What is it that's lost there? Why do I feel so weird about that? If anyone's got any clarity on that... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that would be amazing anyway, today, right uh, today, I was a little bit at loss of where to go with this episode uh, i 'm not uh, like I know it sounds like i 've just been rambling because i 'm at a loss, but no, this is me after the being at a loss. This is me not at a loss anymore, still rambling okay uh, <laughs> because uh, well, just because those of things, I had one planned, but then it 's not going to happen this week, probably next we 'll see. I'm waiting on something. Uh, so today, what we're going to do is uh, I received... Oh, well done. Right, there we are. Uh, I received a message from a friend of the show, Dan Stanley, right? And in that message was a bunch of questions. <laughs> he said, there you go, son, I have some questions. I said, thank you very much. Uh, and I didn't know when I was going to get to him. I said, oh, do I do one per episode or, you know... So then I thought, let's do them. Let's do these questions. I had a brief little look and just at some of the questions and they looked really, really very quite interesting. So I thought, let's go through that. So this is the, what we're going to call this, the Dan Stanley uh, question, answer, extravaganza. There you go. That's what this is called. Am I going to remember that when I do the title? If, If the title is different, it's because I haven't remembered what I just said. The Dan Stanley question... And answer extravaganza. There you go. Okay, so so let's do it. And also, if you guys want to ask me any questions or chat to me about anything or whatever, or just say something, uh, then uh, it's Instagram at Backpack Digital. You know that. Okay, so here we are. Questions are from Adan Stanley. He begins. How is the padre para- paradigm shift affecting you? Interesting, so uh, if you haven't listened to the last few episodes, I have become a father. Uh, I have created another human. There are many in the world. This one is mine. Uh, so I've created him. <laughs> so how is the paradigm shift? Uh, Was it affecting me? Hmm You know what? I think I think OK. I've just come up with such a good analogy. Okay. Imagine you uh imagine I can't talk with that analogy. Imagine you're going down the road, right? And you're going down a it's a school uh, area, so it's like twenty miles an hour, you know. Uh, And then suddenly it's the motorway and it's like, oh no, it's 70. Okay, let's go. Uh, Oh no. And then that's a paradigm shift. That's, oh no, I'm going 20 miles an hour to 70 miles an hour, you know, ignore the fact that it's, that it's speed and that that means other things in this analogy. But um, so that's, that's a shift. That's a big shift that you have to do. It's literally a shift. Um, Right. But now imagine that you're going from that school zone Onto a motorway. However, there is a slip road. No, not the slip road. Is that a slip road? Yeah, the bit. You know. So before you before you get onto a motorway or a highway, uh, there's a bit that allows you to get up to speed. Okay, for you non drivers, and then you get up to speed, and then you join the motorway. There, the the shift is included in that slip road, right? And uh, so you don't feel the shift from twenty to seventy. Oh dear, you know. So. I feel, and you can proper hear this in uh, in season, at the end of season six, after the big trip, actually, I think I, uh, along the trip, actually, I think I matured in a sense that it's weird, man. Like I was saying before, right? I knew I'd bring it back around. I knew I wasn't rambling for nothing. Uh, freedom was was the ultimate goal, right? But then I went out, with just me and my motorbike and a tent uh, <laughs> into Europe with no plans. It's it's difficult to get more free than that. I mean, obviously it's possible. Um, but, I, I mean, I experienced freedom. I, I could have stayed there. I could still be there now. It doesn't matter, you know? Like, that's the, that's the point of being a digital nomad. I could be there right now. Um, but throughout that, I kind of... Uh, grew to realize that, at least for myself, that that responsibility is or was the next step of my life and the step that needed to happen and the right step for me and that chasing freedom was no longer uh, the right thing to do because, uh, as I'm sure you know, when you chase something and then you finally get it and you go, hold on, no, this isn't, hold on, no. I thought it was going to be a lot more, I don't know, Colorful and vibrant than this. I'm not saying that the trip wasn't good. It was amazing. I'm not saying that freedom isn't good. Freedom is amazing. That feeling of going, should I go left? Should I go right? Hold on, it doesn't matter. I love that. I still love that. However, there's a difference between having that temporarily and loving it and everything, and then having that be your life. You know, there comes a point where you must decide, like, do I continue along this path or do I attempt to progress in this fashion? So I wanted to progress. You know, and I want to do everything in life. I've said that before. I want to do everything. There's nothing, well, there's a few things that I don't want to do. Not a big fan of heights. <laughs> don't want to do skydiving. Doesn't interest me. That's partially due to me not liking heights. <laughs> Same goes to bungee and all that stuff. Not a fan. I'm sure I would be if I did it, but I'm not going to do it, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but aside from that, I want to do everything, you know? And, uh, and this is part of it, you know? I do want a family. There, there's very much, well, more than two sides, but there's very much two sides to uh, to what I find uh, to what I find enjoyable and fun and good, all that is good and holy. Like the first is the first is the Saturday night, you know. Saturday night's fun. Friday night is fun. It's that type of. This is what we're doing. We're going out. We're going to go see this band, punk rock band, like. Uh, traveling on a motorcycle. Oh, no, we're lost. Oh, this is amazing. Right. High voltage. That's good. High voltage Friday night living. Good, right? You know what's also good? Sunday. Ooh. oh, a Sunday. You know what I mean? Cup of tea. Fireplace. Red Dwarf reruns. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I think everyone is, but I'm very much a, a Friday night and a Sunday afternoon person, you know, building a model airplane. Ooh, ooh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, you've, I think people have got both of those sides, and I, I don't. It's difficult to live just the one, man. I think even when you're traveling, you've got to have a bit of Sunday. You've got to have even if you're in hostels all the time, you've got to have that one day where you just do nothing, and you're just in your hostel bed with a towel down so no one can see, you know what I mean? So you, if you're in a, the bottom bunk, you put a towel, under, obviously uh, over there, but then as soon as a person gets in on the top, your towel falls down every single time. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> you need that bit of Sunday action, man. What's my point? Yeah, so uh, so I think because I joined the slip road and got up to speed, I was ready for it, so I don't think the paradigm shift is that big for me. I think I was already ready for it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure if it wasn't planned, because that's the thing as well, we planned it, you know? Um, and I'm saying that like, that's not a very common thing, but I don't know, maybe it's not. But we totally planned it. Uh, hit. Uh, him. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we were ready. So it's kind of, that, that lessened the paradigm shift. And the only other thing, the only other thing that I'm seeing on that is... Uh, I feel like it's difficult, but it's also our job to uh, to not adopt the uh, bad traits of our parents, you know? And it's the, it's a shame because the easiest thing that you can do is just turn into your dad, turn into your mom, you know? That is what you do. If left unchecked, that's what will happen. We talked about default destiny. That's what will happen. If left unchecked, you'll become your dad. And that's not just in parenting, you know, (laughs) that's that's in life, man. Um, And that's, well, that's just how it works. If left unchecked, you become your parent. Uh, Maybe that's a good thing, but you also take in all of the bad points. Everyone has bad points. Maybe you can see the bad points coming in and you can lessen them and then only have your own bad points that your kid will try and not have. (laughs) So, yeah, that's the only only other thing. Trying to. Um, trying to not have my dad's bad points. <laughs> That's the only thing. But yeah, nah, it's a, it's, it's good. It's chill. It's chill. All right, this is question number two. Oh, it's getting warm now, man. Question number two. Why is everyone thinking about going full on van lifer these days? I lump myself in as well. <laughs> good question. Uh, I think it could be. It could. be be i'm thinking two things already before i get into potential reasons firstly it could be the uh I, I don't think it's called i don't think it's confirmation bias per se but you know when you think yeah i'm gonna buy a toyota mr2 and then for the next six months it's like oh no everyone's got a toyota mr2 <laughs> but you never saw him before you know what i mean it's like right now whatever you're looking at wherever you're looking i imagine you got your eyes open uh, look at what you're looking at okay now look at all the green that you can see. Suddenly all of the green you're seeing. All the, oh, that tree's there. I didn't even see that tree. Oh, there's a plant now. All of the green you can now see. Do it with red, you know? So it could be that type of thing, where especially because you lump yourself in, uh, especially because you're into it, you see it more and more and more, you know? Which is, I mean, that's one of the bad things about a lot of things, <laughs> you know? It comes down to, I, I don't know, like political views and stuff, or views of people of a certain type, you know? Oh, they're always like that. And then you don't see the times where those people aren't like that, but you always see the times where they are like that, you know? So it could be that. Uh, and the secondarily, it could be uh, just the whole, what's it called? Uh, trend thing. I don't think think so. I mean, it very much could be. You see, And that's a shame. It's a shame when things become trends. It's not in a way because it gets more people into that life, which is cool. Uh, but the sad thing about trends is that, number one, it just gets used to extract all of the money out of it. You know what I mean? So like van life becomes not, uh, I'm living in a van because I want to live off grid and I want the freedom and I want to adventure to these cool places and I want to share this with my family and I, this is the way I want to live. It becomes less like that and it becomes, I want to do this so I can have an Instagram and then get a, an endorsement deal from a, a tea company, et cetera, you know? So, and that will happen, uh, <laughs> mostly with incredibly attractive women, but that will happen because, again, they also get exploited for their monetary value. Um, <laughs> And uh, that's the problem with trends. And then the other problem with trends is that when all the value is extracted from it, uh, it's left behind. You know, it's suddenly not done anymore, you know. But that's not too bad because after that, the true people, the cool people, the people that are actually in it for the adventure and all the reasons that aren't just I want to get a tea sponsorship, they will remain so after it's become a trend, it will bring people into it, which is good. And then the people that it, that it has brought into it and the original people will remain. So it really, I've taught myself around to something being a trend, being a good thing. So there you go. <laughs> so it could be a trend. Uh, and then let's think about actual reasons then. Uh, why would someone want to do van life right now? Hmm. Okay. Times have never been better economically speaking. I mean, I'm talking like decades wise and stuff like that, you know. For example, our parents probably couldn't have done it. Um, let's see. There's a lot of excess money. I know it doesn't seem like there is, and people like to think that uh, everything's terrible, but it, this is you can take this to the bank. This is Hayden Lee telling you everything's not terrible. Don't worry, calm down. Uh, so there's a lot of excess money floating around and, uh, people want something to do with it, which is good. Uh, let's see. So that's basically me saying people have the opportunity more now, which is a good thing. Okay. Uh, what else? I mean, you could say, oh, with, with all that's going on in the world, people want an escape. I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that at all. Um, all that's going on in the world is basically just turn the TV off, man. Don't worry about it. Calm down. that's the escape. (laughs) You don't need to get in a van that you probably have a TV in anyway to get away from that. Just turn your TV off, man. It's fine. Get off Facebook. You're right. Uh, (laughs) So uh, I don't think it's any of that. I think it's the trend thing. If I'm honest, there's more of it. And so more people get interested in in it and then there's more of it then. And then more people, which I think again is a good thing. Uh, uh, In fact, let's think about myself. Uh, Why am I suddenly into it? I haven't mentioned it before. Oh, wait, hold on. Yes, I did. Uh, years and years ago. <laughs> in fact, I bought a van um, in 2010. Uh, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, maybe it's a trend thing. Because, no, I'll tell you why it came about. I tell you why it came about. Because um, cat one day said we're walking in Ipanema I remember it and she said hey what do you think about getting a van and like traveling through South America and that and you know just go into communities and stuff and for some reason then and I think it's because I wasn't uh I wasn't being particularly diligent in uh in repressing my the bad traits of my own dad right and so and so the natural reactions of my dad came out like, no, we don't want to do that. We've got a kid now. We can't be going around in a van around South America and just going to communities and stuff like that. And then, like, <laughs> and that was it. And get this, that was it for like a week or two. I was fine with that. How is that? So maybe the paradigm has shifted a bit or did shift, even though that that's okay. <laughs> so maybe that did happen. Uh, and that was a week or two. And then I thought, hold on. Who the hell am I? What? what? the hell am I talking about? Of course it's possible. <laughs> That's the most non-me thing to say ever, you know? And uh, I said, no, let's definitely do the van thing. I said, but we should change one thing. Um, we should go and build it in Europe, in England. Because, uh, number one, uh, I don't know, there's something... something... There's something about vanning around Europe that is more attractive to me than South America. I don't know why don't know why um and number two, my brother can help us out, you know, and I know stuff there. I can build it even though things cost more, I can build it for cheaper you know because I know where to get the stuff anyway so uh, so that's where it came from but yeah, so maybe that's the the paradox that's the answer to question one like that where I, where the hell did that come from? you know why do I feel why did I feel like uh i have to answer in that boring <laughs> dad way you know that's me not repressing my dad's bad qualities and uh, this is again not uh, hey there's a sprinter 170 uh this is not me bagging on my own dad it's like he only had those uh those bad qualities because he almost had to like in his situation you know he was uh, he was working and he wasn't a digital nomad Like if my mum had said, you know, why don't we pack up, get a van and, and, you know, head off to Europe for a bit with the kids, they'd be like, well, what? I'm working here, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Like, no. He's classic, you know, provide, that type of stuff. So so why did that come out in me? That's not my situation at all. (laughs) So uh, what was my point? Yeah, so that's how it came about. That's how van life for me came about. So yeah, I think it's a trend thing. (laughs) Jesus Christ, that was question two. Okay. (laughs) On the Dan Stanley question and answer extravaganza. I think there's a bit of a rhyme there. Answer extravaganza. Extravaganza. No, it's not going to work. Okay. (laughs) Question three. Question three. I don't know how I stumbled on it, but I found a YouTube video series about people who turn their minivans into tiny houses. Surely that's just van life, is it? Uh, and from there, that spread into people living in Priuses and other cars. Interesting. Prii, surely. Um, and turning vans into nicer homes than I've ever lived in. Yeah, me too, man. Uh, think this will be the new norm? You might have a home base, but you'll have a second mobile house, etc. I found out that they make tents that have an entire side or compartment exclusively for your bike. Ooh, interesting. Uh, tempting, he said. Yeah. Uh, It is interesting. Uh, I've been thinking, I was thinking about that the other day as well. Tiny houses, man. Like maybe there is a cultural shift. Maybe there's a cultural shift towards I don't need all this space. (laughs) You know, I don't necessarily need an apartment. Well, maybe this goes with remote working. Maybe I don't need an apartment in the city. So where do I go? Ah, let's go a bit further out. Suburbs? Well, I guess, but I mean, the only reason people moved to the suburbs was because they had to work in the city, you know? So what about we be more self-reliant? What if, we can, what if we can source our own water? What if we can make our own electricity? Wouldn't that be cheaper? Wouldn't that be cooler? Wouldn't that be more green? A lot of people are into that nowadays. Uh, so maybe there is a cultural shift going towards that. And it's not just van, fanning. Maybe it's just maybe the, the tiny house stuff. I've been thinking about tiny houses too, man, because I was looking at this van and it's going to cost quite a bit. You know, like, I mean, we're talking in pounds, we're talking about it's like 15 grand at least. I mean, usually when people build this, they go, oh, look at me thinking it would have cost that much when I was first building it. Little did I know it was going to cost twice that much, you know? like So I don't know how much it's going to cost, but a lot of people would say, wouldn't you be better off putting that into bricks and mortar, mate? You know, cars de- depreciate. Well, vans don't really depreciate that much. Plus, when you turn them into a camper van, they depreciate even less. Um, <laughs> wouldn't you be better off buying a house? What about some land? And instead of building a van, we could build a tiny house on it. I'm thinking, yeah, that, that makes sense. But then I go to something that I often say, which is, why not both? Why not? <laughs> we do the van. We have the van. It doesn't depreciate that much. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, and... Then, uh, and then we can go and travel while he's only less than one years old. You know, he doesn't have to go to school or out. And um, and then after that, when we're thinking about settling down, if we do think about settling down, then we can build ourselves a house, you know. I I remember one of my friends, uh, his, uh, his, him and his family lived in a caravan outside of where, like on their own land where they were building their house. I think a few of my friends did that. My friend's dad's, you know, this is back when I was 10 or something. Ten or eleven or so, and um and they lived in a caravan, and they built the house and man, how cool is that building your own house I think that 's what life is about. <laughs> I mean if you think back to it i don 't live in a house some guy has built. who is this guy? <laughs> you know why is he building my house? What if i don 't want that room there? What if I want it over there? You know so <laughs> so building your own house man that 's so cool, and so maybe maybe that 's the move. Maybe after we go vanning. We learn all we learn about living in a tiny place and it doesn't even have to be a tiny house. It could be a small house or a medium-sized house, you know? I mean, I do want a music room because I want him to grow up to be Jacob Collier. You know what I'm saying? So maybe I I think, all right, what do we need? Music room, bit of a lounge bit, you know? Bedroom one, two, however many. And just that's just a house now. Just building a house, aren't I? (laughs) But maybe we could build it with a tiny house kind of ethic, You know, like everything is self-sustainable. It's not very big, you know, and like there's mezzanine floors. I don't know. (laughs) Um, What was the actual question? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think ah, think it would be the new norm. Yeah, maybe. I mean, if you think about it, not the new norm, because think about the amount of people living in the suburbs and now think about the amount of people living in just one apartment block in the city. I think of all of the cities. I think of all the apartments block and blocks in all of the cities. That's a lot of people. I don't think all of them are going to change. It's not going to be the new norm. However, uh, the people, I mean, say you take 10% of those people, which is an awfully lot. There's, that's an awful lot of people. That's not going to happen. But take 10% of that, it's, I don't know pretty interesting. But when it does start to happen, the same thing will happen with the trends. That's when the companies start coming and they go, we could build you a tiny house. And then they extract all of the money out of it, but maybe it brings more people to it. So maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> that's my thoughts on that. Right then. <laughs> Number four. Oh, this is a big one. This is a big one. I might have to do this in parts. Okay. Number four. I was working on my cubed to globe escape. Right, So new listeners, that's uh, a term I coined um, <laughs> uh, from being in your cubicle, i.e., cubed, and then out traveling, i.e., globe. Cubed to globe. There's too many. There's too many uh, consonants in the middle. Uh, the end from the B to the L. There's too many consonants together. Cubed to globe. See what I mean? There's like a B D T G L all in one. Cubed to globe. That's weird. Anyway, um, was yeah, I was working hard on that when the virus hit. I uh, got laid off from Eagle Rider. Oh, no. Uh, Dan Stanley worked in Eagle Rider, the uh, the US's premier place to hire a Harley Davidson. I uh, got laid off on my day off slash two-week notice. Oh, okay. Uh, working... For a real estate team here in Vegas. Nice. Uh, Working on getting my real estate license transferred out here. Nice. Uh, Watching my team of agents vacation whenever they want and use their time however they want is giving me a serious case of cabin fever. I imagine it is. Uh, Are you noticing that with anyone else? I can't be the only one. Uh, I've uh, stared off into space long enough to think, screw it, buy a minivan and a mattress, disappear. Worry about paying your bills and taxes in the future. Uh cooler heads prevailed, but still. It's been one of the hottest summers on record, so camping is out of the question. Uh uh, although uh I'm jealous of the guy on the train from last week who did just that. Yeah. Um I don't know. I imagine people are having cabin cabin fever. I do imagine that's happening. Uh if people are staying indoors all the time. I mean maybe that's maybe that's why we had the idea of getting a van, you know, because we've been in we've been inside this whole time, man. So, so maybe that's, yeah, maybe so. I don't know. Uh, So, for example, in, uh, I haven't really been talking about the virus a lot, but that's fine. Uh, In Brazil, it seems to be ending, uh, or it's been going down the last 10 weeks, which is lovely. And everything's kind of back to everyone's everywhere all of the time, you know? Um, (laughs) Everything is open. Uh, And it's still going down for the last 10 weeks. So, that's a promising sign. So, Regardless of that, it will be gone at some point, obviously, right? So when that happens, I do think there's going to be a lot of people traveling because it's, uh, it's a luxury that we had all this time, but only a select few of us, i.e. you guys and myself, uh, were utilizing fully, you know? Like the, the luxury that we have to travel, even just to another city, even just go camping, even just whatever, you know? Like people are going to start using that. <laughs> which is good man which is which is yeah it's a good thing getting more people into travel more people going out to places learning about themselves you know it's good man I do think there's a lot of people in that same position and uh, yeah hopefully they travel maybe now they see um Kind of sounds like I'm uh, uh, vengeful. Maybe now they'll see <laughs> uh, the the draw, you know. So yeah, I could see that happening, but uh, I don't. I don't necessarily think it's a good idea to um, get in your van with a mattress and then worry about bills later. I think the problem with bills is they do accumulate. <laughs> so um, yeah, I'd much rather in that in that position. I would much rather someone. Uh, save up enough money for a deposit and first three months' rent, <laughs> and then uh, and then break their lease and then and, and, and then go. So you've got nothing to pay while you're on the road, and then come back and then get in a new place. I'd much rather that. Maybe that's the dad in me, you know. <laughs> maybe me in the past would have said, "Yeah, do it," you know. But <laughs> I don't know. it Seems to make more sense to save than then do it. <laughs> uh, but I could see why you'd want to. Okay, number five. Number five. The guy who was worried about how to talk to people at hostels. Did he ever follow-up? I think about that episode and his question from time to time. Hope he found the courage to find himself and make some new friends. He did. He did. You know what? I'm going to find it one day. Uh, he did. And I remember him saying that he did open up and he found some friends. And it's, this sounds like a lie. Um, he did. He honestly did. And he said he did open up, he did find some friends, and he had an amazing time. I'm paraphrasing, but that did happen. (laughs) I remember that happening. (laughs) Uh, It was, I'm not lying, right? (laughs) That's the mark of anyone telling the truth. They have to say that they're not lying, right? Um, (laughs) It's an answer. No, it's, he wrote in at some point. So it's on one of the episodes of season six. (laughs) He did say, so Uh, yeah, Uh, he, he did go. If you don't know what we're talking about, uh, there was, I've said this every single time. It was on the last episode. You do know what I'm talking about. It's fine. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, he did, and it's all good. Okay. Number six. Uh, is your mother still healthy and happy after her bout with the Rona? Hopefully we get to hear from her in a future episode. Uh, she is. Uh, she is. Yeah, my mum had it. Uh, she had it bad. Well, first off, actually, um, she was in... Uh, on the island of Fuerteventura, which is just off uh, Africa, and it is a Spanish island. And she was on there with her fella, uh, staying in this place, and then Spain got locked down, and so she couldn't leave. And then there was all these, there to send, like, uh, flights to save them and that and then like that flight was full so there were no more flights and then they were all being grounded and then she what do we stay here and i was like actually you probably should just stay there you know you're in a lovely hotel you <laughs> know just, just chill there you're fine uh but then she came back and then somewhere along the line uh she got got um and then uh she got progressively worse uh and it wasn't that fun uh, it wasn't the best uh, she started off like a... Not, you've heard a lot about a virus. You know what it's like. Um, but yeah, she was all right-ish. <laughs> she said it wasn't fun. <laughs> yeah, she'd definitely not uh, not want anyone else to have it. I mean, she's 60... What year is it? She's 62. 62. So high-risk group. Um, and yeah, we, we called her every day, twice a day, and like we are checking her symptoms and everything. Uh, and then after like two weeks it was like two weeks of like it was, she was bad and after two weeks she got better and then yeah killed it uh, so yeah she's absolutely fine now and uh, yeah now she's great i think my dad had it as well because because <laughs> we we're talking about it and he goes <laughs> this this is so my dad he goes yeah you know the other day or the other week rather uh, he said I was moving some paving stones and I just couldn't breathe <laughs> I was like go on he goes yeah I just I mean I'd had a flu for about a week as well you know and uh, and then I just couldn't breathe while I was moving these paving stones I had to chill for a bit you know and then um, carried on moving the paving stones <laughs> and he's like yeah, I could, you know I couldn't breathe for a bit for another week or so and then I got alright I was like alright thanks, t- thanks for yeah <laughs> so there you go uh, but no, she is good and we are heading to England for Christmas uh, and we'll talk to her then. We'll talk to her then. We'll see what's going on. We'll see how she feels. That she's already a grandma, but we'll see what, how she feels being another grandma. No, being a grandma again? I don't know. Yeah, we'll talk to her again. <laughs> Thanks for asking. Okay, the final question. As frustrating as 2020 has been, I really don't think it's been that bad. Uh, it's been fine for me. as frustrating as 2020 has been, uh, I think I've, I'm going to joke in there. Uh, I think I've, why do I have to say that? I know you guys know me. I think I like, I I think, okay. I think I've learned a lot or rather realized a lot, made peace with a lot of things. Uh, A, oh, this is 7A. What have you learned? Okay. In 2020, what have I learned? Um, hmm. This is me thinking. You're listening to me thinking. Uh, I have learned that my favorite day is Sunday. Um, I've learned that everything is about vibe, as explained in the previous episode. Uh, I've also learned that it is, and this is an analogy as well as a, just a true thing, it is just as important to live like it's Friday night than it is, uh, Sunday afternoon. They're both important aspects of life and it's about the balance between the two gray Jedi and all that. Uh, I think that's about all of that really. (laughs) Oh, I've also learned that, uh, it's, um, it's fine to, Ooh, how would you phrase that? Uh, it's fine if other people are wrong. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, I, it's, I don't know. It's a bit of a problem that I used to have trying to be better, but like if someone, I can't think of any examples, but if someone says, oh yeah, this is this. And you know, it's not, you go, actually it's not, you know, it's this, 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 and this. and That's really, that's not even an example. Um, (laughs) but yeah, like if someone says, um, uh, oh yeah, Uh, what time is it specifically? It's fine to let them say that. Do you know what I mean? Like That's fine. It's not a big thing, this. But like, you know what I mean? That is fine. If someone says, oh, uh, you know, I could care less. It's fine. It's fine that they've said that. It really is. (laughs) Uh, So being less pedantic, I suppose. It's not just pedantry. It's, uh, uh, I don't know, being less of a grumpy old man, forget about it. And then the other thing as well, although maybe this goes into more questions with, um, yeah, no, it doesn't. Uh, so the other thing as well is something I'm trying to do is to be, uh, kind of less reserved in a sense, you know, uh, again, going back to, I'm bringing it back to that initial ramble, you know, when you're a kid and you're just running down a road with your arms flapping or whatever, you don't care you do not care you laugh a genuine laugh and it sounds ridiculous and you don't care like all of that type of stuff like the episode of friends when uh, rachel doesn't want to run with phoebe because phoebe runs like weirdly and rachel's like oh god you know which is the standard way to act oh god uh, i'm embarrassed you know not that the embarrassment is part of my issue but um and then she asks phoebe she says you know i can't run with you because you run like that and she goes well yeah like I run because I feel free when I when I run, and I feel I'm having a good time, and it's fun. Like, isn't that what life's about? You know, and I think I feel like I need to let that into my life a bit more. Be less, and it uh, it comes into like a man thing. It's not toxic masculinity or any of that stuff. Uh, it comes into uh, like uh, I don't know. It's weird it's difficult for maybe it is toxic masculinity actually uh, it's <laughs> it's like uh, especially in my family uh to feel pain in my family isn't like that's not what we do you know where strength is important to us you know like uh like for example uh, when i uh, broke my foot i didn't i only went to the hospital because um, because I think my mum said after about three days, yeah, that's purple. You should probably get to the hospital, you know? Um, <laughs> and that's what my family is like We've, it's fine. Tape it up, walk it off. You know, that's what we're like. And so maybe that is a block in, in the running like Phoebe thing, because you look, I don't know, weak, you look like, but then <laughs> life's about living, man. You know, why not be just open an open person? And have people take it or leave it. You know, this is what I talk about all the time. And I think I need a little bit more of it myself. So yeah, that's something else I've learned. Uh, next. Uh, 7B. Uh, what have you made peace with? Ooh. Um, uh, I don't know. But something that I've just... I'm just changing the question. Something that I've thought about recently is you know when you turn the lights off and you know monsters don't exist, right? But if you turn the lights off downstairs and you know you've got to get upstairs, you're running up those stairs because something's directly behind you and chasing you up the stairs. All right, everyone knows that, right? Um, however, now, uh, this is like, this is not a good thing. <laughs> this is not a good thing, but I have absolutely zero fear of anything like that, right? uh, anything, not that a fear of the supernatural made sense before all this, because like, I don't believe in the supernatural. So like, uh, so it, it, the fear didn't make sense, but it was obviously still there. But now, uh, it's weird because, uh, I can't get my head around, um, what happens after you die. Right. I think I've talked about this before. Like that is like, that's a big thing in my head that like, I think about it, I go, Oh God, no. Like what's, (laughs) it's weird, man, you know? What what was it like before you existed? It's just like that. I don't like that, man. And so if uh, I'm inviting into my life anything supernatural, because if I see anything supernatural or experience anything like that, if I see a ghost right now, I'd be so happy. Because it's like, oh, there is something else. It's not just eternal blackness, you know? (laughs) So it's weird now. I'm almost inviting... Uh, everything like that into my life and there's no fear whatsoever. It's very strange. Uh, but that's just something I thought of. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> finally. Let's not end on a downer, shall we? Uh, what are you planning for next year? This is 7C. This is the final one in the Dan Stanley question and answer extravaganza. What are you planning for next year? <sighs> Getting a van. <laughs> Getting a van, son. Uh, so uh, Christmas, we're going over to England, and then spend New Year there as well. And then we're going to come back here uh, to this apartment, and then uh, stay here until April because then I don't have to pay any tax. And then go back to England, <laughs> and uh, and then buy the van, start work on the van, get in the van, and uh, start going around Europe before it gets too. Ooh, actually, that's a point. I mean, say it takes two months. That's April. Well, it'll be the start of April. Uh, yeah taxi is it yeah uh so we start so april and then through may so that would be like june ah, but it'd be nice to be in england for his birthday which is July 20th so maybe we'll leave just then so we'll be there august september october november december january <sighs> really don't want to be heading back up europe in january because it'd be cold but i'm not in a bike and a tent anymore I'm in a van and it's insulated so it's fine yeah uh so next year we'll be made up of three months in brazil Uh, three or so months building a van in england and then uh the final six months uh in the van in europe so i think it's a that's a pretty decent yeah that's a pretty decent plan i reckon 2021 sounds pretty decent all right uh yeah and then we'll see then we'll see i'm looking forward to it man and i bring you guys along with me too Right, Uh, I do have two more. They're not from Dance Nanny, but I do have two more uh, messages that I haven't read yet. Uh, One is from, oh, she's active now. Uh, Jennifer Lane, Jennifer Jane, sorry. Uh, She says, dude, you make me laugh out loud. Oh, that's good to hear. Uh, So thank you. No, you're welcome. And welcome back. You get me through some long ass days. Congrats on Bubba. He's a dude. Love to you and Kat. Oh, well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. I got Christmas card vibes from that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i'm it's good to be back and i don't consider myself a funny person so if anyone ever says that i make them laugh then that's that's a bonus that is a bonus that's amazing all <laughs> right and finally is this finally or was there another one no there's this one uh this is from nathan larkin it says glad you're back man i'm excited for you and your new family the van trip sounds great hope you guys have a great time i'm stuck in australia austria or australia Ooh, Australia, probably at the moment because of virus, uh, of course. So I've bought a motorbike to do some trips while I'm stuck here. Uh, Keep doing you, man. Again, glad to hear you're back doing the podcast, man. That's amazing. Living the dream, man. Absolutely living the dream. It's all about getting a motorbike and doing some trips. Everyone should get a motorbike and do some trips. (laughs) (sighs) It's nothing better. And that's another thing. And this is going to be a future episode as well of, uh, and I've got the, I've got already got a title for it as well. Um, traveling with, oh, what is it again? Uh, traveling when you're no solo travel as, as a partner or something. Uh, uh so I do feel like I'm going to need, I don't know, two weeks or so a year and just to, just to get on the bike. And I've said this before, get on the bike and just go somewhere for two weeks, three weeks, however long it takes and just experience that freedom again, you know? So I'm going to do an episode about that and it's going to be fun. If you do solo travel as a partner and you go and travel by yourself, let me know. And then come on the episode. Yeah. Let me know. Instagram at backpack digital. Right. This is me out for this week. Uh, Again, let me know if all that stuff that I just mentioned. (laughs) And it's good to talk to you guys once again and hopefully uh, next week there'll be something interesting uh, basically I'm waiting on my computer to be fixed so that I can edit this thing so that it can be an episode <laughs> so yeah oh yeah last thing uh, go to uh, cafecito travel talks the podcast uh, search that and the latest episode is with me. Uh, so, go, so go listen to that and then listen to all of the other episodes because there's people on there much more interesting than I am. So go check that out. And, uh, and yeah, that's it for this week. Instagram at Bagpack Digital. Please get in touch and I shall speak to you guys next week.